Jesus. In Jesus' name, amen. Welcome to the weekly podcast of Sunday Morning Live, led by Pastor Denise Suttles. You are listening to our live Sunday morning fellowship. We air live every Sunday morning. Please feel free to join us via Zoom. The meeting ID is notated on our podcast page. Now turn with me, please, to Isaiah chapter 37 and verse 26. Isaiah chapter 37 and verse 26. Now, while you're finding that scripture in your Bible, how many times have you asked yourself, how will things turn out? How hard is it going to get? How long is this trial going to last? What does my future hold? When are things going to change for me? These questions are often at the core of the concerns regarding my life. I want the reassurance that whatever I'm going through right now is only a temporary blip. I want the reassurance that what's happening right now is going to actually turn out well. While we contemplate these questions Let's go to our scripture passage as we unpack the questions that we all have regarding our future. Isaiah chapter 37 verse 26. But I, the Lord, say, haven't you heard what I have done long ago? I arranged for you to do this. In days of old, I planned it. Now I have made it happen. And we are going to not read the entire verse and just stop right there. Now I have made it happen. I would like to use for a subject this morning... Our Father Knows Best. And for some of you that think you can take a nap because I'm going to be preaching long, don't go to sleep because it's going to be short this morning. Amen. Unless the Spirit lengthens things out. Many of you listening today have so many unknowns about your future. In fact, when we can't see a clear path, when we don't even have an inkling on how things are going to turn out or when things are going to change, it can cause a great amount of stress in our lives. And I want to encourage you this morning that our Father knows best. We, we, we want to know what things are going to look like. We want to know when things are going to turn around. Many of you sitting here this morning, you can't even focus and listen to this sermon. Your mind is, is wandering off to a place far, far away. You're feeding 
your mind is feeding on the current information that you have, which is really no indication for what is going to happen next. And even the information that you have right now can change with every passing day. So really more information is really not even the answer because whatever is going to come to pass has already been determined by God. Not even a sparrow, the Bible tells us, and we're going to read that scripture in a minute. Not even a sparrow falls to the ground apart from our Father's will. And nothing is too hard for our God. In fact, why do we even think that our problem is that we don't have enough information? Our Father knows best. <coughs> <coughs> God is in control and knows every detail of what is happening in our life right now. Even if you're waiting for answers, you don't have to worry. A lot of times we will, we will say a quick prayer and then we act as though everything depends upon us understanding what the answers will be and instinctively we assume that our wisdom comes from us knowing what's going to happen next. A lot of time in our self-talk we so often say to ourselves, oh my gosh, what if? What, what if this happens or what if that happens? And what we need to say is even if the worst happens. My God is sufficient. Beloved, let's trade our irrational fears for an uncertain future for the loving assurance of an unchanging God. And now I want to read Matthew 10 and 29 are not two sparrows, talking about the little bird falling from the tree, are not two sparrows sold for a penny, and not one of them will fall to the ground apart from your father. And, and as I'm reading the scripture, you might be thinking to yourself, how random and insignificant is a sparrow falling to the ground. But even a sparrow falling to the ground is controlled by our Heavenly Father. The scripture goes on to say, even the hairs on your head are numbered. Jesus said, fear not therefore, you are more valuable than a, than a sparrow. Fear not. In other words, God is in control of every detail, every detail of our lives. Our good, loving, heavenly Father works everything together for His purpose and for our good. This should give us the confidence that we need to face our future.
Now I want to look at James chapter 4 verse 13. It says, come now, you who say, today or tomorrow we will go into such and such a town and spend a year there and trade and make profit. Yet you do not know what tomorrow brings. What is your life? For you are a mist that appears for a little time and then vanish. This verse goes on to say, instead, you ought to say, if the Lord wills, we will live and do this or that. Beloved, even if the worst happens, God will be there and he has the situation perfectly under control. The path that God leads us toward may not always make sense to us. It may not be the plan that we hoped for. It may be challenging for us to understand how this is going to lead to something good. But embracing a new direction requires courage. Yes, embrace it. We can't change it. Embrace it and pray for courage. Courage to let go of the past. As my friend says, to quit looking in the rearview mirror. And courage to move forward with God's plans for our future. Especially when we can't see what comes Next, as we preached on last week, God will capture our heart and infuse us with the strength that we need to go where he is leading us. Many times God's plans for our lives can be challenging and uncomfortable. But our own plans that are not being fulfilled, our own plans that are being redirected, our own plans that are being delayed, God is going to use them as a pathway to bring us to a new identity in Him. Right now, We can't see the whole picture of what God is doing in our lives. But the full realization of God's gift is still ahead of us. And we will understand how every tear and broken dream led us to God himself and his plans for our lives. God has promised to supply all of our needs. What we don't have right now, we don't need right now. Mm, Yeah, you heard me. God has promised to supply all of our needs. And what you don't have right now, you don't need 
right now. See, beloved, God's ideas about what we need, and this is very similar to what we preached last week, God's ideas about what we need are different from our ideas of what we need. See, we think blessings, what we call blessings, is a good night's sleep. We think blessings means having a good job and being surrounded by people who respect us and being given opportunities to succeed at something good. We think blessings are good medical care and a loving relationship and children that surround us. And these are good things, but these are not the things that God is most concerned about supplying us with in this life. In God's economy, we flourish when our need for Him is met in Him. Beloved, there is no circumstance that God isn't using to grow us up into the image of His Son, Jesus Christ. There is no need that he will not feel with himself. The promise is really true that God, Philippians 4.19, that God will supply all of our needs according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus. There is nothing we truly need that is not found in Christ Jesus. Even more, the needs and desires of what we are being denied on earth are often God's tailored means of accelerating our holiness and happiness in Him. What we want, God gives us in His Son, Jesus. When we suffer, our agreement with God grows. So at the end of our lives, we can truly say, our Father knows best. We'll understand it better by and by. I have never had a no from God that really wasn't a yes for better and deeper things in him. If the Lord wills, our lives resemble, as James said, a puff of smoke that's here today and gone tomorrow. James's point is, if the Lord wills, however, we are, I know we're not just drifting through life aimless, aimlessly without purpose and then disappear, but that God himself is undergirding everything that we do. If the Lord wills, God governs every tomorrow. His plans stand in our life with certainty. His purpose will endure and his counsel will abide. Yes, Uncertainty with God is certainty. 
and uncertainty is certain. From my limited vantage point, I can't see the big picture, but I do know that my father's plans for my life that God knows best. And it is more than enough for me to stop worrying, for me to stop being afraid every time uncertainty comes up. Even in our desperate times, our Father knows best. No matter how desperate and distressing your circumstances are right now, the Lord reigns and we reign with him on a sure foundation. God has promised to be our foundation. God determines all that comes to pass and there is nothing that is uncertain with God. We don't have the ability to see past the present moment, but we know that God is Lord of the kingdom that he has called us into and that he has designed every second that unfolds in our life. He has designed every step and from the perspective of uncertainty that with God there is certainty. Uncertainty, in fact, is just an illusion. There is no uncertainty because our Father knows best. With every twist and turn in life, every enemy that we must encounter, every failure, know that the kingdom that we exist in is a sure foundation and is unchangeable. We can find hope even when things are unstable. Our Father will bring good things to pass in our life. He is our permanence. He is a durable foundation today and every day. Beloved, our Father knows best. Take this to heart right now. Some of you are in a place where you can't even cry out. You don't want to talk about it to anyone. You've stuffed your emotions because of the uncertainty, but you can release those feelings to a father who knows best. If you have not received Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior today, trust him. You can trust him. He is in charge of your life. Pray this simple prayer with me. Say, Lord Jesus, I am a sinner. I have done many things that don't please you. 
I have lived my life for myself only. I am sorry and repent. I ask you to forgive me. I believe that you died on the cross for me to save me. You did what I could not do for myself. I come to you now and ask you to take control of my life. I give it to you now. From this day forward, help me to live every day for you in a way that pleases you. If you prayed this simple prayer with me, please feel free to contact me so I can talk to you about the first steps of salvation. You can reach me at 231-349-1046. God bless you, beloved.